The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is iHeart Radio's Prattcast with Stephanie Pratt and Wells Adams. I want to meet her. Who? The announcer. It's Tori. Oh. It's that girl that was sitting right I there. I know who Tori is. <laughs> oh, Isn't right. it? Isn't it, Tori? It's really good. Yeah. We should she was just here. We should have, make her do it. Uh all right, welcome everyone into the Prattcast. Um I'm Wells Adams. I'm alongside Steph Pratt, who is here, and I just want to say <laughs> alive and well. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here, guys. Um, let's just go over it, because last episode... Um, uh, yeah, I heard last episode. Yeah. It was a lot of Steph bashing. That's because <laughs> you left your phone at the Beverly Hills Hotel, right? Okay, let me just give yeah. you a quick rundown. Give me the rundown. Uh, no, it was not the hotel, it was the country club. <laughs> I don't know what's better or worse. <laughs> so, first of all, I was on my first holiday that I've had. In years. I like solo trip to Hawaii. I used to live there. So I've got friends there. Rented a house. Like amazing. Thanks for the invite. I could have stayed. I know it fit up to 10 people. Oh, okay. (laughs) Four beds for one person. I'm not even top 10 friends with you. Oh, no one got invited. Oh, okay. This was a solo weird trip. It was like a real vacation. Okay. I hadn't had one. Um, So I could have come back. Later in the week, mm-hmm. but I came home early. Yeah, for the state. Yeah, so already that's like saying something. It is okay. So I took the red eye. Mm-hmm. I landed at probably like six a.m. I don't even know. Fell asleep, woke up, and then I looked at my phone as I had my shower starting, and it said one twenty-two. And I was like, that's crazy. It's not one twenty-two. Mm-hmm. I wonder like how my phone, like what time zone it's on. So evidently, <laughs> daylight savings had kicked in. Okay, so how would I even know that? Hawaii does not have daylight savings. Yeah, okay. But your phone changes automatically. I thought it was like in another time zone. I thought it was like in Peru or something. <laughs> you so, thought your phone was was messing up. Yeah, so yeah. I even called my buddy Michael in Hawaii. And I was like, 
did the time never change? And he was like, Hawaii doesn't have time change. So that's how I know that. I haven't Googled it either. Yeah. But, you know, Michael says it. And <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. Hurry shower, like do the best I can with what I look like. Yeah. I don't have a car because when I left for the airport, I left the car at my parents' house. Okay. So I Uber to go see Derek. Yeah. And I'm there a little late. A little oh, late? Also, one more thing. The other argument that I'm going to just defend. Yeah. You guys were like, it's been a week. Like, how did you not know a whole week's gone by? Yeah. Because I'm Amish. <laughs> Which we found out by talking to Derek. <laughs> right? But I've been telling you that all along. I never look at my phone. I also wasn't speaking to anyone. I had it on airplane mode the entire trip. I didn't talk to my parents. Like, no one. So no one's going to text me and be like, hey, the time changed in L.A. What are you up to? Yeah. You know, it's like weird. So you show up to the day with Derek like an hour and a half late. Very apologetic. Yeah, that's fine. But hold on. I want to talk about last episode because you were supposed to be here and yeah. we couldn't find you. Yeah. And we called your phone and like a, like the concierge at the Beverly Hills Country Club <laughs> was like, yeah, I don't know. We found this phone. People that were legit tweeting to us being like, wait, is Steph alive or not? What happened? Dude, I was scared. Yeah, I bet. No, there's, okay, you are so helpless if you, okay, so I, little momish, okay, I swear I'm going to yeah. stop saying it, but I don't have Wi-Fi at my place here. Okay. Like, no internet. <laughs> I don't have any of that. You need, to, you need to get that. I don't, I live in London, so like, do I? <laughs> you live here though. Okay, I'll get it. <laughs> um, so... I didn't have internet. Yeah. I couldn't, you know, go on my computer to call an Uber to get to work. I knew I had to be at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and obviously didn't have a phone, didn't have a car to just get in the car. And yes, I do know how to get here without Waze. I use Waze as a safety crutch, yeah. but I could drive here without Waze. And so literally no car, no phone, no Wi-Fi. I was just like sitting on my sofa, just like, this is wild. I wonder what they're talking about. I hope they are talking and not still waiting for me. Well, so it was very scary. And I also had no idea where it was. So I was like texting the butler being like, do you see it at Kathy's house anywhere? Wait, how, how are you texting a butler? Oh, so this is what I figured out to do that night. The okay. next day. Wait, no, Monday night. Okay. Um, I got my British phone. Yeah, okay. A UK phone. And I turned on data roaming. Ah. Yeah. So I was able to text. The butler and Nikki being like, you guys know where my phone is. I haven't lost a cell phone in 20 years. Actually, I don't even know if I've ever lost one. So I was drunk. Okay. They, they, I, that's what I was going to be like. Just admit it. Oh, my that God. You, what happened was is you got drunk I've at a party. So drunk. Oh, my God. No, it was literally with Derek. Oh. I barely remember getting dressed and arriving. I yeah, remember- but hold on. You didn't lose your phone with Derek. You lost your but phone. But that's when I got drunk. Yeah. Okay. You also, I feel like you also were drunk at the, the Hilton party. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't even need to continue drinking. I wish I had known when I sat down that I was already wasted. And um, it also, it wasn't a party. It was a small family dinner. Yeah. And I came in hot. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm, we're going to talk about it, but I was, a little, I was a little sad that you didn't invite Derek to the yeah, very was, small family Hilton dinner. Yeah. Because I'm sure that would have been weird. So we, we looked it up and we found 10 simple hacks that will keep you from losing your phone. Oh, my God. And I thought we should read them out to, okay, to you and everyone else. This, is, this isn't. It's for them, not me. 
It's for you mainly, <laughs> <laughs> but also for everyone else. Uh, number one, um, use time silent mode so that later, even if you forgot, your phone turns on the ringer automatically. No idea what that even meant. I didn't know that existed either. I think this is kind of cool. You can turn a time silent mode on. So even like you said you want it on airplane mode or whatever, uh-huh. you can have it be on silent. And then after like five hours, it turns on the ringer so you can call it and find it if you lose it. It's kind of interesting. Number two, invest in a docking stand and always place your phone in it when you're not using it. Okay. Number this is ridiculous. Th- number three, it's not. Number three, before you get sloshed at a party, hand your beloved gadget to a friend who plans on staying sober through the night. I don't have any of those friends. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs a DD for their phone nowadays. Uh, number four, invest in a handset insurance solution that can offer protection from damage, theft, and malware. I don't know if that's really necessary, but it's a thing. Okay, I like this one. Number five, put your name and emergency contact number on your phone's lock screen or wallpaper. I was thinking of that. Actually, I was thinking of making a label. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that looks, that's going to be way cooler than a label on the back of my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like, my dad has that, actually. Right now. Yeah, you should. It's, okay. a good, it's a good idea. Uh, number six, never put your phone in your back pocket. Never. Which I do that all the time. I don't really understand, but I guess it can slip out. Uh, number seven, get a top-of-the-line armored case for your phone so that it becomes impossible for someone to uh, nick it from your pocket stealthily. My but phone won't fit in the pocket. My phone fell out the back pocket right into a porta potty. Really? Did you go oh. swimming after it? I had to. Yeah, you got to. I I had to. Dude, I have a funny story about that too. Tell it. I had to reach into the. Yeah. Thank God it was one of those fancier porta potties, not like a yucky, super yucky one at Coachella or something. But yeah. Hand went right in. Yeah, I got it. Oh man, that's a I deep. It's a deep dive in there. Yeah, maybe eighty-seven wipes. Maybe eighty-seven. Yeah, yeah, wipes. yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing. I was at the bar in Nashville, and uh, I had bubble guts that day. Let's just be fair. Like some things happened. You had what? Bubble guts. What's that? I, I, I just bad things were happening in the old got gut it. gut region. And oh man, dude. So I was at the bar. I ran across the street to the gas station. And you know how, like, there's a tank above the the toilet. Um, I took my jacket off and put it on the tank behind the toilet, and I had my phone like in the pocket, and I and I had I had diarrhea. Let's just say it. Let's just say what it is. Ew! You freak. I, mean, I had diarrhea. No one else here poops. I know. Ew, well. So then they had no. There was no toilet paper. <gasps> I know what to do. Your socks. No, so I I had to get like the 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 paper towel from like the wash your hands. Oh, okay. So I got better up, than socks. And so yeah, so I got up to do that. I had I had to crab walk, you know, over to it and get it. And then I was trying to clean things up, and um and I still hadn't flushed at this point. No, 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 no. I tried to flush, but because it was the it was the paper, paper it got clogged. So it was just diarrhea and paper towels. And at that point, I was like, well. I got to flee the scene immediately. (laughs) So I grabbed my jacket and try to put it on like real quick, you know, like, let's go. (laughs) And my phone flies up and then boom, right in the dirty diary of water. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Actually, I knew what I had to do. No, you did not. Went in after it, baby. No. Oh, I'd leave it. And I told my, I told my brother that story once and he was like, I've used your phone so many times. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, all right, onward. That's funny. Uh, number eight, invest in a good power bank so you don't have to leave your phone uh, unattended while it's charging. Speaking of pink eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you've got a Mophie. Always. Yeah, yeah. So that's a smart one because a lot of people like plug their phone into like a bar or something. They walk out like at, like at the bar and then they'll oh, walk no, I out. I always have a battery pack and it's the size of a candy bar. Yeah, yeah. Always have it. That's a good one. Because I don't trust iPhones. I feel like when they want you to upgrade, yeah. they start like decreasing your like uh, power and... Yeah, they send like some sort of like virus in. Right? And, yeah, All for of a sudden sure. like you've got 20 minutes and then you're on red. Okay, real quick. Uh, number nine, create a, a timely ritual like an alarm, uh, a gaming session or something. This will help you keep uh, checking your phone after every few hours, which you as an Amish person should do. Uh, um, and number 10, turn on the uh, Android device manager or the Find My Phone service on your phone to help you track the device in case you lose it. That's what I want to do. Everyone's like, did you do Find My Phone? Yeah. I was like, no. No, we what don't. What is that? <laughs> My mom is always trying to find my phone. Like, she's mm-hmm. always like, let's buddy up on this. And I was like, no, you can't stalk me. Yeah. So I always thought it was that. No, no, no. It's so you can find it. I'm Anyways. Find that too. Um, okay. So hold on. Put your phone down and you, you need to pay attention right now. Okay. Remind me to do that. I will. Okay. I promise. Okay. Pro- trust me. I promise. <laughs> this is important to my livelihood as well. Uh, Steph, you, we set you up on a date with my good buddy, Derek. He flew out from New York. You guys are. Uh, what I assume had a wonderful time. I want to hear your side of the story, but we have Dr. Goldshire on the phone right now. She was here a couple episodes ago trying to break down, break through, and understand what your deal is with your with your single life. So we're all three going to sit and talk about your date together, okay? Okay. Doc- has, did um, the doctor hear the last podcast of Derek's take on the date? Did you hear it? I heard brief. Hi, hi guys. Good to be here again. It's Dr. Walter. Um, I heard briefly. I heard a summary. Okay. Okay, great. Well, let, let's just start by hearing your side of the date. Okay. You show up an hour and a half late. I mean, why are we doing that? <laughs> because it's a part of this. It's a part of what happened. The listeners know. <laughs> yes, I know. So let's just start there. So you get there. Walk in. Walk in. Take it from there. Uh, and I see a guy sitting by himself. Yeah. I know that's for me. Mm-hmm. Go to the booth, sit in, and I'm so curious what Dr. Goldshire has to say about this. Evidently, and like, I, I did. I didn't even realize it. I sat as far away as possible yeah. from him. Hmm. What, what do you make of that? What were your feelings kind of going in? Were you nervous? Were you excited? No, I, unlike Derek, this was not my first blind date. I love dating. I've gone on dating shows. My parents went on a blind date. I'm all about the blind dates. So it wasn't like, you know, he smelled or I was nervous or, you know, it was nothing like that. That's just where I felt comfortable being that far away. And I was trying to figure out why. And I think maybe it's because I'm used to working. And so I'm always like in an interview seat in a way. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I mean, certainly it feels like a way to, I mean, unconsciously ward off connection and intimacy. It, it, it doesn't sound like that's always how you move through the world, but maybe there's a part of you that is just slightly defensive in those moments, at, at first at least. Or do you think it's like, I love my space? Do you think it's that you just love your space? I didn't realize I did it. Until I heard the yeah. podcast and he mentioned it. And I was like, whoa, that was a thing. 
Well, like, yeah. you, you know, um, they say that like a uh, body language tells a lot. Like if you have your arms crossed, like, like how you're actually sitting right now, it's like a defense mechanism from like way back in the Neanderthal days that yeah, people dating therapist on the line. Of course, my arms are yeah. crossed. <laughs> But like it was a thing that you would you you're you're covering your in you know your vital organs or you're protecting yourself and that that's something that like shows up now as uh, if these evolved um, humans and I wonder if that's kind of the same thing like sitting far away is you're protecting yourself because there's distance I don't know yeah that I I agree with that I agree with all yeah. of them. Yeah, I mean, and particularly since you aren't aware of it, then we we can guess that it really is subconscious, you you know? And so even if your mindset going in isn't feeling nervous or cut off or not interested or not open, there's like some part of you, and it's good to notice that there's some part of you that is feeling a bit closed off. Thank God Derek noticed it, because I didn't. (laughs) What were your first impressions of Derek? Because when we showed you a picture on the show, you... um, you were like, not. he's not my type. He's not my type. Yeah. Um, he had gorgeous eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That were, um, you know, a little foggy from all the alcohol he had to drink <laughs> while he waited for me. Uh, well, that was the thing. Like, I got to the table and he's got all these glasses there. And I'm not one to drink at lunch. Yeah. Uh, and I also drink, drink in L.A., which is really weird. I mean, I drink when I'm filming for The Hills and I drink on Halloween if I'm in town for Halloween. But generally, I don't drink here. Um, it was lucky that I had taken an Uber since, you know, obviously I wanted to make him feel, you know, comfortable. So I got a drink. Yeah. Had a mimosa. Then I had a Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> then I switched to butt. You guys don't need to know. Okay. Um, and we had, like, a really good conversation. It was just, like, back and forth. Like, he's really interesting. We were laughing. I could, you know, bust his balls. He could bust mine. Um, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was great. He's a great guy. Told you. That's what I said. Like a great guy. So when when you saw him in person, did you still feel like he wasn't your type? Yeah. But he's pretty. It's weird. <laughs> So, like, now that you've hung out with him, is he your type? Like, I, I guess I'm confused as to, like... I don't know. I think I need to hang out with him again. Yeah, okay. Because, you know, we were so hyped up on St. Patrick's Day. We both love that holiday. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a fun holiday. Oh, and also, so, when we were there and, like, we were getting the checks, they were kicking us out. Yeah. Um, I felt so bad about what had happened. Yeah. That I was like, why don't we go do an Irish pub crawl? Yeah. Like, I wanted to show him a good time since he was, like, getting on the red eye that night. Yeah. So, like, as if, you know, I haven't lived here in six years in June. As if I know where Irish pubs are. So, we're, like, Googling them. We get an Uber. We go to one. And um, I did not leave my wallet. I don't know why Derek said that. I left my passport. Okay. So I had my wallet and I was paying too, you punk. Oh. Um, So I tried to do like the, you know, I'm so sorry. This is so embarrassing. Like, can I show you my age here? And like, you know, very discreetly. And the guy was like, nope, not looking. Won't look. Nope. And I was like, just look. And he's like, nope, can't see it. Won't look. And I was like, oh. So then I saw this other guy that was working. It was like packed in there. And I was like, I'm really sorry, but the guy at the door is really mean. Um, like, I'm 32, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, Steph Pratt? 
your dad's my dentist. Yeah. So we got in that way. <laughs> but then we walked to another. Oh, and we made friends. That's something I do all the time is make friends. In fact, I made a friend in Hawaii and I just invited her out here to stay with me. Don't know her that well. She's staying with me tonight. Kind of scary. Okay. Right? I love making friends. I really trust strangers more than people I know. Yeah, maybe not do that, but okay. Okay. So okay. Okay. then we yeah, go yeah. to the pub. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's, ho- let's hone in, Steph. Yeah. <laughs> what were the things about him that stood out to you? What were the things about him that were compelling? Because it sounded like when we were all together before, you, you didn't feel that excited or interested. So what was compelling about him? He is everything a man in his 30s should be. Wow. What does that mean? (laughs) Take notes, Wells. (laughs) He is... I mean, he has his own job. He's confident. He has a credit card. He, (laughs) He, you know, talks about his family. He's into family. Talks about his friends, has friends, you know, very career driven, was super honest about the shows that he was on and his past. Mm-hmm. Um, just normal, you know, like didn't care about social media, wasn't like, you know, wearing makeup. Like definitely, <laughs> definitely got the straight vibes. Yeah. That was great. Cause I don't really get those that often in LA. <laughs> um, and, yeah, he just, like, had it all going on for him. Mm-hmm. Good teeth, pretty eyes, great outfit. So you found your – did he become more, I mean, your, quote, type? Or maybe a better way to say it, did you start to feel attracted to him as you came to know these qualities about him? Definitely when we were at the pubs because I saw, like, such mm-hmm. a playful side. But he was touching and grabbing a lot. Yeah? Yeah. And you, and you didn't like that, or did you like that? Well, I'm really insecure about my body. So, and this just happened in Hawaii as well with this other guy. Like when they start getting touchy, I like kind of like wiggle and squirm. Mm-hmm. So I was very aware of the wiggling and squirming. Okay, but we made friends with like this group, and yes, the green lipstick came out, and um, yeah, I don't know. I've got to see him again, like sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, we were what, taking so many shots as well. Wow. I don't know what have I was you, thinking before. I was have you ever dated someone like him before? No. I kind of... Mm-hmm. Someone put together and perfect? No. <laughs> well, see, this is what I was saying when we, we had the doc on last time was that what you think your type is may not really be your type because that type has always been a failure. Like, it's never worked out, right? And maybe what you need to do is is shift that ideology of what your type is to something that would be successful. Like, But I say I want all those attributes in a man. Yeah. But you, the type is much more of like, yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. But you guys did. Well, I mean, I, it's important to note and sort of a healthy thing to note that it appears that he has a lot of qualities that are healthy and potentially good for you and you're still open because I think we sort of had a hypothesis that maybe you wouldn't be open if that kind of guy came along, do you know? That's a part of you might be afraid to actually be intimate and vulnerable with someone who's really available. Well, as long as I know they have their own career and their own independent money, 
I will be open. Yeah, yeah that's what I, I just do. can't say surfer bums. Speaking of intimacy, you guys did uh, make out a couple times. He wanted to try my green lipstick. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> did you want him to try uh, the green lipstick? Wells. But Yes, we made out. Okay. How was it? Like, it felt normal. But not normal. It just, like, it was, like, duh. Obviously, we're going to make out. We're having a great time together. <laughs> <laughs> was it a good kiss is what I'm asking. Yes. Okay. Good enough for a second. Oh, yeah, because there yeah. was two. There might have even been more. Oh, wow. I, honestly, we had so many shots, and his face was, like, green with lipstick. And he wasn't wearing green, so uh, he was so getting, getting pinched a lot. Yeah. Yeah. By me. What do you think about, Doc, what do you think about, um, like, making out and having intimacy, um, like, on a first date, blind date like that? Yeah, I mean, in the scenario you're describing, it sounds like it was all part of the spirit of the date, you know, and it sounds like it was sort of innocent fun and, and kind of why not? Yeah, the guy that I dated for a couple of weeks before this, mm-hmm. we went on, not dated, we went on two dates and I never kissed him. Wow. Hmm. Fickle, so fickle little kisser I am. Well, I guess it just <laughs> depends on the guy. <laughs> So have you guys been in touch since the date? Oh, man, I feel so bad. Well, I didn't have my phone the next day. And then he texted me on Tuesday, uh, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, oh, my God, are you in L.A.? Which I was like, oh, my God, he's crazy. If yeah. he'd come back to L.A., I was, like, so scared for my life. And he was like, no, 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 I'm here. I just, like, wanted to talk on the phone tonight, which was, like, Aww. so cute. Um, but I was going to dinner with my parents cause we hadn't spoken in a few weeks. So I was like, actually <laughs> got a dinner, a big dinner tonight. Yeah. And he was like, be nice to your parents. They made you, which I really love because I am so about rooting for parents, even though like I was in a fight with mine. Yeah. But like, I loved that about him. Um, and then he texted me again. He said he stalked my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And sent me a photo of him, like, on walruses or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But, again, like, I already feel like I'm not in prison, but, and, like, I've got another job now. And what is that job? Texting, Texting someone? Back. Te- that, really? Yeah. Wow. So it really does bring up some of those feelings, a sense of obligation and responsibility. Well, if you put it that way, <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> um, I, it's really hard for me to give people time. Uh-huh. And do you feel that way with guys that end up falling into that, to use your term, kind of bum category? Well, I think the up? reason I'm like that now is because I look back and there's so many opportunities that I missed because of a guy that I was dating or, you know, a job that I didn't take, a, sh- a dating show I didn't go on, and then, you know, just to be cheated on, like, two weeks later. So there's been so many things that I've missed because I've put someone that I care about before. And mm. it's always been in, you know, I look back and I regret it completely. So I'm just at this point where I'm like, I'm not going to let any guy really change my path right now. Mm-hmm. So I... I just am, I'm mad at myself for giving up so much for all these dumb little f***s. Hmm. 
you know, I, th- I mean, it's definitely, a, it's definitely a longer conversation, but I think those two things can coexist. Y- you know, the idea that you can hold on to yourself, your independence, and growing your career and your internal life and all of that and still be connected to someone else, you know? I, I think it sounds like somehow along the way, besides the fact that you ended up with people who didn't have good intentions, that it started to feel like that wasn't possible. And, you know, the idea of a, of a good relationship is that, is that those things coexist really beautifully, you know, and you kind of lift each other up. It's like we have to help you find that paradigm again. I also am really scared that to get into a relationship now that I've been, you know, thinking so much and talking about it with you guys so much, because I'm scared that's going to change how people look at me or, you know, my role on the hills. I just. You think that they're going to kick you off the show because you have a boyfriend? No, but I like being the single girl on the show. I think mm. having, I don't know. I'm just, I'm worried that things will change. Yeah, that that's another tricky element is to have kind of part of your public and professional is persona kind of tied up in all that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, that makes I'm sense. That's the single it. girl. In a sense, there'd be a loss, you know, kind of some grief or a loss associated with really, truly giving up that role. That makes yeah. sense to me. It'd be something to think about and work through. But that's what it totally is. It is a role. And like, mm. you know, it's very deep set in its ways. Yeah, but that mean that means there's no character arc for your storyline, which makes for non-compelling television. If you're always the same thing, then... It's boring. Are you saying you want me to grow? I do. And, and 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 also, if I was a producer on this show, I'd be like, this would be great if she actually felt something for someone else. Like, I, I don't think that – I think it's crazy to think that your success on the hills is dependent upon your loneliness. Oh, whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Loneliness, independence, potato, potato. Okay, yeah, I mean, whatever you want to say. Like, but, but like going back to like what you were saying, uh, you, you're, you're, the doc was saying that you can have both, and I would say like I'm a very good example of that. Where yes, I have, a, I'm in a relationship, and I have to give a lot of myself to that person, and it takes away from other things that I would work that I could be working on or whatever. Um, but it also opens doors to other fun experiences and adventures and even work for that matter that weren't there beforehand. But when you first started dating Sarah, were you like, this is who I'm going to end up with? This is who I'm going to marry? Because that changes everything. If like, you know that this person is more important than everything. No, I don't know if I thought if I was like immediately like I'm going to get married to this person, but I think I... I thought that there was potential for that and um, it was worth exploring, you know? Yeah. And that maybe that's not how you feel about Derek. I totally understand that, but no, I definitely do. But then like I get called a tease. Yeah. Well, you're not teased. You guys made out three times that night. <laughs> like later tease. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause uh, I don't know, you know, if I go on a few more dates with him and then all of a sudden I start ghosting, like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to well, lead I, anyone on, and I feel like I right. do that. Yeah. Mm. Well, we got to we got we got to get Derek uh, on the show. Oh my god. Uh, do you have any any kind of final thoughts 
words, um, bits of advice for Steph? I think it's really important for Steph to follow herself in the process. You know, even though we're making this podcast in this moment, this, there's kind of a whole emotional um, journey that we're talking about and that you're embarking on, you know, really trying to figure out, is this a point in your life where you're actually open? And I'm not talking about, like, it has to be Derek, but are you available for a real connected, intimate relationship? And kind of what happens to you as you start to become connected with someone and the trust issues that are there and your fears of kind of losing your core and all those things, these are just so central to your growth right now. So I, I, I would just say, like, follow yourself in the process so you can discover a, what comes up for you, what vulnerabilities, what fears, what strengths to help yourself prepare for all the wonderful things you have in front of you, relationships, career stuff, like you can have it all. You just have to track yourself emotionally, you know? So whether we do it on the podcast or you do it some other way, um, that's what I would recommend. But I, I feel good about your possibilities. I just think you have to follow yourself. Okay. I'm definitely going to take that advice and be more aware when I'm in these situations of how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. That's it. Because I think if you keep sort of cutting it off, you, you just don't get to continue to discover. We don't have like an answer in this moment, but something is in the way of you being fully open, whether or not it's right for you to get married like next month or like in five years. And that feels so central and core for you to understand, you know? Dr. Goldscher, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again today and for <laughs> helping my dating wolves. It's, it's my pleasure, and I'm happy to help you track in the future. I'm and sure we'll be calling you again soon. I got a feeling we will. <laughs> All right, guys. If you guys want to get in touch with uh, Dr. Hillary, Hillary Goldscher, you can. Dr. Uh, com uh, in Beverly Hills. You rock, dude. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thank we'll talk you. to you again soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Man, therapy's tough. What? She said I was perfect. I don't need to change. Yeah, that's... <laughs> One of the <laughs> one of the things I think that you need to work on is listening. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna get Derek on the line. I wanna hear like kind of like his thoughts on the date with you in the room. You guys are gonna talk about it. Lol. Lol. All right. But first a quick break. We'll be right back uh, with Derek Faith. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds make mom's mother's day and all the 364 days that aren't mother's day with a bartesian cocktail maker at 50 dollars off visit b-a-r-t-e-s-i-a-n.com backslash mother now to get 50 dollars off the bartesian premium cocktail maker bartesian premium cocktails on demand i'm elia connie and this is family therapy my best hopes I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. 
I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Derek, you there? What's up, man? Hey, buddy. Hey, Derek. Hey, Steph. Long time. So long, except I thought you flew back in when you texted me on Tuesday. Yeah. No, not quite. <laughs> All right. So I'm missing a, I'm missing a kind of oh, just... Actually, no. So I heard the podcast. Yeah. Okay, go. Derek, <laughs> can I just say, I've already told Wells and our listeners, yep. I did uh-huh. have my wallet. It was my passport that I didn't have. You're right. Yes. That okay. Right. And then the yeah. other thing is, when we went, <laughs> Ooh, it's coming in hot. I, well, I don't want anyone to think I'm like a gold digger because I'm like all about no, no. independent, like you know, career woman. So no, you're right. Actually, I because I I remembered even after the fact um, when you said it. Then that yeah, after I said it, that there was like a whole uh, exchange where like we were trying to get uh, at the second place we went. We were trying when we were getting like the drinks for the other people we were with where you did, you're like, no, 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 I've got this. I did forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. See people, I'm not horrible. That, and then the other thing is, the other thing is when we went yeah. to that second pub, cause whoever mm-hmm. that girl was on the podcast, like bashed me at the end of it about this Wikipedia thing. And first of all, <laughs> I think it is story disgusting. <laughs> Wait, what now? I think like the wicked, the girl that bashed me. (laughs) Um, Okay. I think it like anyone that does that is like definitely douche man or woman. But I had felt so bad for, you know, coming so late. I wanted to show you a good time. We had so much fun (laughs) at that first place. We made these friends. Like there was, I was not going to be refused going into that pub to show you a good time. So Uh, I, how, how quiet was I when I said it? I said like, I went to the older man. I was like. I'm so sorry. This is literally embarrassing. I hate myself, but this guy's in town. He's leaving tonight. This is how old I am. This is my Wikipedia. I don't have my passport. I'm so sorry. And, and he said, he goes, 
you're fine, you're fine. Uh, you're actually like, you said it a lot nicer than most people. Yeah. It wasn't For like, sure. actually, hey, famous girl, let me come in. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the first, exactly. I 100% agree. Um, like I said, like that wasn't a turnoff to me because you weren't uh, like up being a jerk about it, you know? And uh, the second place we went, the guy totally was like, usually I would say no, but the way that you said that was like really nice and apologetic. Um, Thank you, The Dad. first the first guy was the funny part, though, because he was, like, not having it at all. I was telling Bella, he was like, nope, not looking, won't look. He, like, had his <laughs> eyes closed. He, yeah, he, he was, was, like, like a two-year-old you know? being cranky. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, like, you're trying to give a dog a pill, and it just, like, moves its head around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, just, like, totally, completely avoiding it. <laughs> I'm acting uh, it out right now. <laughs> No, but Steph and I have had a good time sending letters back and forth because that's how the Amish talk this last week. Yes, with with our falcons. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed Wells that photo that you sent me of you being a walrus on the rocks. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a good old one. Um, so I had a great time. Yeah. There. I, I mean, I, I, as I said, as I said last week, I really did too. It's, uh, it's so weird. So like, I've noticed this, um, and this is such a unique situation where we're just like openly talking about this with other people listening. <laughs> oh, that's my life. But, uh, right. Uh, I guess mine too, but it's so weird. In like finance. No, no, no. Well, just because of the fact that I've done some of this as well. Duh. Um, yeah, but like, it's so weird trying to, as like an adult, now that we, we have like stuff going on constantly and like, you know, you think back to when you're like younger and you, you meet somebody and you like have a good time and literally the next day you can just be like, Oh yeah, let's just like skip this class and go hang out, you know, <laughs> go do some like stupid kid thing. And it it is like really hard to get in touch. And then especially like being three hours away from somebody, you know, we've like, we've struggled to get in contact a little bit, which is like, that's that that's that second part of like okay i had a good time with this person like maybe maybe like you know we'll see i don't know who knows if there's something there or not yet but um like the actual act of trying to like get back in touch with them can be so weird as you get older why because it's just like there's other stuff that happens and gets in the way i think who do you think is guilty of the not getting in touch with the other or is it a mutual thing uh, well, I did, I did try like straight, but, um, I think it's, it is pretty mutual in this case. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, obviously you're busy. I'm busy. We've gone on one date. You're on the other yeah. side of the country. It'd be really weird if I was texting and talking to you like every day. Cause then I'm like, I don't know if I think that's really weird. Well, no. Cause then I'm already like putting all my eggs in a basket and yeah. like. And then when we see each other again, it's going to be like one of those weird catfish dating things where it's like, we know each other so much. We probably are, could be in a serious relationship. We've been in one over text. Like, so do yeah. we get married next time we see okay. each other? 
So, so your thing Whoa, is, is Steph, you're moving very fast here. <laughs> so well, that's what I'm here for. Is this not the Bachelorette? <laughs> so your thing is, is you want the actual relationship and the text relationship to move the same pace. Yes. Okay, I understand that. That's actually a totally fair thing to say. Yes. Oh my God, you nailed that. Yeah. Okay, but so I, I guess this, like, I've talked to both of you guys now, um, and you both seemed to be into it. Like, you both had fun. Uh, you guys kissed or whatever. Um, I guess my question is, do you, do you want to do another date? Like, is, is there another date? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Derek? Oh, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I, I told you that. So, so, Steph, I don't know if you, you did listen to the podcast. So, for me, like, I'm very quick to know, like, no, definitely not with people. And uh, the tough thing for me is, like, beyond that, knowing, like, what to think or what to feel. And, like, I definitely didn't at all feel there was a no. You know, I was, like, very attracted to you. And we had tons of fun. And in, like, any case like that, why, of course, I would want to see that person again. Yeah, ditto. Aw. We did have, like, the (laughs) best date. For your first blind date, like, that was legit. You're not going to have another blind date that fun. Just saying. Ooh. Look at She's already trying to, like, make sure I don't go on another blind date. And <laughs> oh, my God. I listened to the podcast. This Holly chick. You're, like, dating her. Did you know that that had happened? Yes. He, like, couldn't wait to tell me. <laughs> I sat no. down. He's like, this girl over there. Right. <laughs> so no, no, no. Tell him what you actually said. Remember? Because it came out later. I can't remember what I say. You, because it, it, like, it was in my pocket, and I like grabbed it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it was, it was no joke." It was like four hours later, and and you turned to the people we were with, and you're like, "Oh, if that was me, I would have thrown it in his face right away." <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, like so. So it was like three, four hours later. How blackout were I, you at this point? It was yeah, Irish how did Day. You even get, how did you even get to the Beverly Hills? Polo club or wherever you are. And I was on time. So that other thing from the podcast, I'm always on time. Was I today? No, I was eight minutes late. But <laughs> I pride myself on always being on time because my time is not more important than anyone else's. Oh, you listened to what well, I said. I, I, it annoys me when people are yeah, late. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Wait, I don't understand. So you had that receipt fall out so I could see it. Uh-huh. And I said... <laughs> I I should throw it at you? No, no, no. You said if you you were like you turned into who I don't even remember. You remember Our friends name? Simon, Emily, and the I crew. Remember, Emily, that was her name. I remembered Simon's name. I couldn't remember her name. Um, yeah, you were like, oh, if that was me, because you showed up late. If you were like in my place, oh. you would have right away been like, oh, I could have gotten on a date with Holly instead. But so I'm you, still like, not understanding this. Was it something nice or something shitty? It was something really nice. I think what he's saying is that you turned to the other girl and was explaining like that this girl went out of her way to leave a note. And after you showing up late, you that Derek should have gone on a date with Holly, right? Like that you said, I, listen, I'm just shooting my own horn here. Okay, so that's what's happening. That's what I was thinking was going on. I just wanted like, yeah. to understand no. my part in this. <laughs> yeah, I'm shooting my own horn here, but it was like it was nice that you also like said that that was a good thing. You know, that was that's a really nice thing. But I wouldn't have been shocked if Amy or Wells said he's gone. 
He waited an hour and left with another diner. <laughs> you don't understand how close he was to leaving because he's texting me being like, they're closing the kitchen, dude. I don't know what to do. Oh, right. When I got there, they're like, we're closing the kitchen. Yeah. Do you want anything? Uh, no, I would have never waited that long. Oh, wow. <laughs> but for Derek, I would have. Oh, Only good save. Just like Derek said, because of our connection with Wells. Yeah. Yeah. Look at how look at the power you have, Wells. <laughs> well, I have to work with him, so we can't be <laughs> cat fighting. <laughs> That's true. All right, so here's the deal. You guys are going to go on another date. So we got to figure that out. Like you you heard in the last podcast Derek said it'd be great if you went to New York and they thought he thought it'd be fun to do like a New York date thing. Would you be would you be down for that? Absolutely. Yeah. I um yeah. We'd have to work on dates though with filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or I'll I mean, bring the cameras. Have- mm, there you oh, go. Look at that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like a hefty uh, ask there. Um, I mean, we, we can figure it out. It doesn't have to be New York. I was just, you know. Um, no, that'd be so much more fun, though. Okay, cool. I'm glad you're down. Either huh? way, we'll figure it out. You guys are so cute. I love it so much. <laughs> I, I'm, I can't wait to get your next Falcon stuff. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I'll be working on my calligraphy later. I have a new ink pen. You guys are both the biggest dorks I've ever heard in my life. I'm sorry, but Derek, I remember you saying that you were quite Amish, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Woo! We found each other. The two left in L. Oh, you're in New York. Yeah. Did, wait, wait, did, Steph, did I tell you the story about my Halloween costume? Maybe. No, I don't think I did, actually. Um, I'm guessing I'm you're say, Amish. Yeah, I'm going to say you <laughs> No guys. way! <laughs> so, All right, so maybe my, it is meant to be, Derek. <laughs> so my senior year of, of college, I was like right, like right before the school year, my best friend and I, I was just like, let's grow our hair out. And, uh, and then like a month later, I go, why don't we just grow our beards out too? When are we going to ever do this again? Um, you know, and he's like in the Army now, so same thing. Like we're both... Um, we're both, we both like need to look cleaned up a little bit. Anyway, um, like five months later, he just like comes and slams in the door and he's like, I know what we're going to be for Halloween. <laughs> oh and there was Amish, there was a Amish crew building a garage, like two doors down from me. Uh, and he went and bought like the blue shirts, the suspenders. <gasps> I like shaved off my mustache. I looked horrible, but <laughs> can you text us a photo right now? Uh, yeah, I, I, it might take me a little bit to find Okay, it, we'll actually. definitely text it. Wait, that is crazy. You, you guys are so cute. Like I now, love it. Now I want a psychic to come on. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I don't hate that Because I feel like I've already worked through all my... <laughs> with Dr. Goldshire? Yeah. <laughs> no, you... Were you issues. here for this? Yeah, I was just on the phone with her. <laughs> We're good to go. <laughs> Wait, so there was a... There was... Who was on? There was somebody on before? Yeah, we have a therapist that comes on and talks to uh, Steph about her kind of Wells and Steph, both of us. Yeah. Honestly, I've had some very, like, therapist conversations with Wells before, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you got issues? Uh, I am a human being. We all love that answer. I've had a therapist (laughs) since I was, like, 10. (laughs) Yeah. Usually includes a couple uh, nips of bourbon and... uh, That's very true. That's very true. There was uh, there was a night we won't give it the details, but there was a night where uh, we were in a hotel together, and we ended up the bar closed, and we we bought 
the bottle of bourbon from the bar mm-hmm. so we can, can continue our That's our class. Night. I'd do that. Last class, class. Hey, Wells, yeah. can I see your phone? I want to see the text messages that you have. Oh, no. With Derek. No. Let me see the trail. No way, dude. Let me see it. Do you want me to read it to you? No. I'll read it. Okay, read after the date. Read when we're on the date. Okay, hold on. So this is, Derek, you okay with this? Yeah, I'm fine. I don't even remember, oh, like, what I said, what I texted you guys, like, beforehand. Oh, no, just you and uh, Wells, your little chat after the date. Uh, we, like, called on the phone. There's probably not too much on here. Yeah. You did. I don't leave no, I don't leave no receipts, Steph. Smart oh, smart. That. <laughs> yeah, we did just talk on the phone. Uh, this is what he said. He says, okay, that's something else. Um, <laughs> what? He, he wrote, am I being punked? LOL. <laughs> 15 minutes late, dot, dot, dot. And I said, are you off to a great start? And then Derek said, I sense Amy playing this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought, I thought Amy? Amy, like, planned for me to, for you to show up late. So you know that what? I'm, that's because so you've that been be on reality TV because we know producers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep, all we thought. Right? We thought Tori was the one who was being Holly. But, uh, that, but that's not the case. Yeah, I, I'm sure, Steph, like, you and I both have trust issues for sure with that stuff. Something starts and you're like, who's doing this? Who's pulling these strings? Oh, yeah. Or like when they like make me wait like 45 minutes. I'm like, you're doing this so I get grumpy and cranky. So I go and they're all like mad and angry. Like you're winding me up on purpose. But that's just me being crazy. All right, uh, well, as you're grinning over there, smirking. Okay, so here. Um, Has, did you text like an so, hour? So this, this was the text chain where, where we were like concerned that you just weren't going to show up. And yeah, I was going to say, the one between you, me, and Amy probably has more. In yeah. Um, so this is, you're, you're saying, I'm going to get drunk. And then Amy's like, anything you want, just stay there. And uh, then you said, I'm not really drunk, by the way. Um, and then Amy said, you can leave in five minutes. Um, and then you wrote, she's here. Um, Skin on my nose. And then, yeah, exactly. And then... An hour later, you wrote, I mean, she's fun. And then Amy wrote, I know. And then Derek said, I'm sort of interested. Uh, And then Amy said, that's a great problem. And I just said, wow. Uh, After waiting that long. And then (laughs) Amy said, oh, man, she's so fun and so cute. And then Derek, in all caps, let me live, Wells. Stop. Stop. Oh, my God. Why were we so drunk? This is so funny. Uh, And then... Yeah, Derek, you're so funny. Like, I wish you did live closer. Now, is that it, Wells? That was basically it. And then the next one was with you being like, hey, we want to change this flight because I want to spend more time with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just mouthed, I don't remember that. Oh, my like, God. You're the guilty, worst, but... Wells. What? You were blackout. Oh, my God. Well, I remember how I hit my head. I think I had a slight concussion. You did. Yeah. You You felt the bump. Yeah. That's Cupid's arrow slamming oh. into your head. Oh, well. Yep. No, that was a parking sign. Well, also. <laughs> um, all right. Well, you guys are so cute. I love you. You did You did good, Wells. I know. I told you. Uh, you need to listen to me more often. I honestly. I like, should, yeah. I, Derek is a one beautiful man. 
and he's just a normal guy who has like a finance job and has piercing baby blue eyes. So it sounds like Wells and I will be fighting for your affection. No, but <laughs> no, but I've said it before. When I get married, Derek's going to be my wedding. He's a very important person to my life. So don't yeah. with him. Oh, are you saying I'm only coming to your wedding if I'm Derek's date? No, you're of course oh. being invited. Obviously, I'm just I'm just trying to like make context of like Derek's an important person in my life. So, um. Yeah, I know, best friend. Well, are you giving the, like, dad shotgun talk? Yes, before? I am. I'm cleaning my Winchester right now. Don't, yeah. don't hurt my baby Derek, okay? Like, have him back before 10. Yes. Feet on the floor, kids. Door open. Um, okay, Derek, we're going to let you go, man. Um, oh, I just got that feet. That's so funny. Did your dad say that? Yeah, for sure. Lol. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to set up a uh, second date, okay? Oh, Derek, also, how good is, like, texting... And, you know, talking the same pace as dates. What do you mean? Like the seriousness of the relationship needs to be reflected in texting. So if you're not. Oh, does that make sense? Yeah, I like that. I'm always scared that if we talk too much, we get to know each other too much. And then it's like. I mean, Wells, can you put it in like normal terms? Yeah, I no, no, no. I'm following. So, so. I and I like do I, when people get too close too quick like that's a lot for me and I I won't because I've got like so much going on I'm always like I'm not ready for this so like I'm totally good with not uh, overdoing it you know I and I'm I'm like trying to find a new part like I've got a ton of things going on so I'm totally with you on Perfect. not like overdoing that at all. Cool. I think we're so similar in that like we like space. We talked about that though on our date. Yeah. Exactly. Like 4,000 miles of space. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if this doesn't define space, I don't know what does. We're on like the same path. Path. Uh, that's path, a good, path. yeah. We're in the same place in life, I think. I, I agree. Well, okay, I, the, here's what we're going to do. Oh, wait, also, okay. that just made me think. The other thing that Derek was doing, like, we were so drunk. He kept on being like, we're both 32. We're both 32. And I was like, either he's dated really old ladies or like children. He's so excited to be dating someone his own age. Literally, he said it so many times. We're both 32. To the bouncers, to everyone. Oh, yeah. I was trying to help you like. I was trying to help you get in the door. Because <laughs> like I, I was like, she doesn't have a beard. I know. But like, I swear she's 32. Yeah. Yeah. Thank well, okay. You. So the so next step is we might have to get a um uh, a psychic in, okay? Can we do a Skype? <laughs> we could, but, but it might be fun to have him come out again for uh, a second date and then be all in the same room with the psychic. Love this, you know? Wells. Okay, so we'll work on that. But um, like that. you guys text at your own speed, but you guys are song. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Um, Derek, thanks for being on the show, buddy. Yeah, I mean, like, thanks for setting me up with a super great girl. Oh my god! Oh, thank you, Wells. Can you, is your heart, I know, melting. I die. God, I die. There are so many moms listening to this podcast, being like, "Oh my god, that Derek!" I know he is someone that like you'd want to like brag to your yes. parents about. Like, wait till you meet him. Yeah. All right, but they're not thirty-two, so yeah. <laughs> we're both thirty-two. <laughs> uh, All right, guys. Derek, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. And we'll talk later. We'll talk to you later. Bye.
Bye. Later, dude. You know, you can fight it all you want. <laughs> and I know you're trying to. Defense mechanism. And I just feel like we've broken down some walls here, Steph. Mm-hmm. And I think the, you know, I, I thought to your detriment saying like, I want to slow down the pace of texting or whatever. And I think that I was worried that he was going to not like that or like think that that was a form of rejection. Same. But um, he gets it. It actually made sense. He was like, yeah, no, totally. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff going on, too. I think that what he thought is that's the perception of what a man's supposed to do. You guys go on a great date. Got to, you know, you don't want to ghost her, you know. Oh, yeah. I definitely if I hadn't heard from him after the date, I would have been like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been sad. But but now that he knows the rules, yeah. I guess, then I think it can be uh, it can move move along at a healthy pace. Mm-hmm. And I just also like not because I'm like slutty in any way. Yeah. But I don't want to be now in. An exclusive yeah, totally. dating thing. I don't know if that's what he wants either. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, Not that I've got anyone else to date, but, you know. Well, yeah, he also, he's in, someone... he's in New York and he's a good looking guy and you're in LA. Is he and seeing you're... someone already? No, I'm just saying. Tell like... me, Wells. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> New Yorker? <laughs> uh... <laughs> God damn it, what a pig. Yep. No, but I think I think that like I think he's got real realistic expectations too. So yeah. I think that your apprehensions about relationships or whatever are a, a little bit unneeded right now. Yeah, I don't feel them yeah. anymore. Okay, good. But I think we'll we'll set up another day. I think it'll be fun. Have Derek come out. I think the the um the the psychic will be cool. Yeah, it'd be so fun to have him in the room with us. Yeah, we'd be fighting for his love. Yeah. And then you guys can do sex. Ew. No? No. 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 All right. Amish girls <laughs> don't have sex. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, I'm glad that... Um, yeah, thanks, I'm Wells. glad we got to do this. You know? Yeah. Pat on the shoulder for you. Yeah, we did it. You're all right. great. You've got nice friends. I mean, he is so put together. I know. I told he you. Li- he is the first real man I've met. Really? After you. But like literally the yeah. first real man. Oh, man. Don't let this one get away then. That's all I'm saying. You want to end the show? Okay. Do you or you want to say something else? No, I'm just like like an idiot smiling over here. Yeah, I know. I wish this was a TV show. You could see her blushing. Uh, Hills, yeah. Show's over. Later. Follow Prattcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. 
Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.